0: Nico here from the GeekCast Live, and you are proudly listening to the Movie Podcast Network.
1: We are here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. <laughs> if you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob-based nude photo archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's
2: patreon.com slash live. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more, of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently that stuff matters, and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check
3: us out at Geekcast Live on the Facebook machine or check us out on Twitter at Geekcast
0: Live. Nico here, looking for more great content? Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com for cool gear, novelties, fun stuff. Check them out, enter our discount code, you know what it is, it's neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com.
2: If you want some really good coffee. Roasted by
0: gamers for gamers. Get yourself
2: some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com.
0: Enter our discount code. You know what it is. GeekCastLive. And get yourself a certain amount of money off on some first-person smoother. Check them out
2: at... Check them out at player1coffee.com. It's God's myself. gift to gamers. It's a
4: trap. Two, on,
1: Everybody and welcome to episode 236, season five, that is, of the Geek Cast Live podcast. Uh, I'm your host, GCR, like
2: and with me, as always, Rob Bass, uh, Cliff Huxtable, and Cartoon Joe.
1: And we are in the midst of a conversation about uh, sandwiches, which I'm going to put you on the spot right now and ask you to. Effortlessly combine two sandwiches, oh. two classic sandwiches, into one sandwich that would be a new sandwich that is good all on its own.
3: Philly cheesesteak and egg salad.
2: That's gross. Wait, good Wrong. Sorry. Wrong. I thought no. we were just. Swing I, and miss. I, I thought uh, we were just combining no, a salads. I, a peanut I, butter and jelly sandwich and a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm into that. <laughs>
3: What Have kind of done done we, is
2: good. What kind of cheese are we using?
3: It's got to be a good
1: melty cheese, like a like a like a mozzarella. I like a I like, okay. I
2: like a, uh, a Havarti and Gouda mix. What jelly? Yeah, that's a good question. Too. Uh, with that one, I like a uh, I like a raspberry jam.
3: That's not a jelly. That's a jam.
2: Yeah, nonetheless. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the, a uh, or or a black uh, blackberry? Crunchy or creamy? I'm a and, crunchy guy. And is okay. the peanut
1: butter hot or does it go on after Hello? you put it in the pan? Was uh, that me?
2: I like the peanut butter hot. What kind hot. of bread are you using for this? What kind of bread? Yeah. Texas toast. Mmm, okay. <laughs> and with that, Nick is
1: dead. Yeah, yeah he it's... left us. Well, what about you, Ry?
3: What's your so sandwich now, I've from had...
1: I've had a, a BLT with peanut butter and jelly, so I was going to go with the BLT PB and J myself. That but seems since like it's not an alphabetical I, I order, I almost went there. Yeah, my, when I when we make uh, BLTs at home, it's a farce because I have like I have uh, I do the uh, I do the two pieces of bread in one toaster,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, which gives you uh, half the bread is toasted. Soft, like it's not toasted. Mm-hmm.
3: Shouldn't that be like a
1: like a B G L T P or P T? What? I don't know. What, I don't know what happened. I, I went just, away. There. It <laughs>
3: seems. It seems weird being not in alphabetical order. Well, I all also
1: want to know. I also want to know where the G is.
4: Mm, well, what did I miss? Grace? What I miss? <laughs> A sandwich,
1: yo. I said I would. I, at home, I make a peanut butter jelly beef. And then Rob's having a fit because those letters aren't in alphabetical order. And then he added a G. And I yeah, want to know—is it for, gravy
3: for grapes? Yeah, well, <laughs> well gravy, gravy and jellies are basically the same thing, right? Um, no. Why are they different? How are they different? <laughs> what's wait? What's the question? <laughs> what's the difference between a gravy and a jelly?
0: A what?
2: That's one go, savory, one. Really I was, a no you, I bet you you it's could make not, a sweep. It's not a. It's not a valid. It's not a valid. Mm-hmm. One one uh, it's dumb question question. It's,
1: it's uh, a really stupid uh, question. It's like what's one the difference
2: depends on pectin for thickening and one depends on flour for thickening. What's the What's the difference
1: between an Abrams tank and Martina Navratilova? Because huh? <laughs> I just can't. I don't know. I just don't know. I can't see it. I can't see it. It eludes me. I mean, I both,
2: things, both things are a thick sauce made in a pan. Yeah. And then put on bread. Mm-hmm. Or biscuits. Yeah. Usually for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Two completely <laughs> different things. I, I want to tag out of I this whole don't, debate. I still don't understand how. I'm what? looking at what you're throwing down, Rob. I I understand where you're coming from.
3: Well, I don't uh, I don't get Nick's like sweet or savory like distinction because you can have sweet gravies and you could have savory jams, yeah, or jellies. What's a sweet gravy? Like a
2: like a saying, like, a, like a
3: like a sweet maple sausage gravy or something like that.
2: Or one time I accidentally did your mom's recipe with uh, sweetened wow. condensed milk instead of evaporated milk. Mm-hmm.
3: So so there's so that distinction's obviously out the window. No,
1: I I I don't think you can make you can make a gravy that uh I don't think a sweet gravy is a real thing. I think you're wrong, but continue. No.
2: Nope. <laughs> is is chocolate gravy not sweet? What's chocolate gravy? Chocolate gravy is it's like it's like biscuits and gravy but with chocolate instead of uh sausage. Are you just it's putting chocolate, chocolate on a biscuit? <laughs> because that's just fucking chocolate no, it is a popular southern delicacy. And I will Choc- give you a link right now. Chocolate gravy. Chocolate gravy. You're high. Nope. Um, uh, nice. According to the Google machine, he's
3: absolutely correct. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Chocolate is a thing. You gonna believe um, everything you read on the internet? Absolutely. Abraham Lincoln told me to.
2: Abraham I think you need to broaden your
3: horizons. To. Well, now that we've ended here... I know. Good this night, folks. Just, this was the evening. Yeah, of, this was wrong. our evening.
1: You guys are fucking out of your mind.
3: I'm telling you, there's
1: not <sighs> a difference. There is a there is a difference. Otherwise, there one of them wouldn't exist. Prove it to me.
2: I don't agree with that.
3: That's that's I, very I, that's very like Paulian
1: thinking. Nope. If there was that's a difference, like no, Mr. Mr. you would have you have you have, have Smuckers Blackberry. I think we killed so, Nick again. I don't know
2: why there isn't Smucker's Blackberry
1: Gravy. <laughs> it's the new show title. We we hit it about well, four minutes in. Smucker's Blackberry Gravy.
3: Apparently, which, is, which is better than the one we had before. Uh, apparently, chocolate gravy is a popular Sunday morning dish with fresh biscuits in the Ozarks and Appalachian mountain regions.
1: It's just chocolate no, sauce. It's, it's a, no. that's, a, that's a chocolate sauce. It
3: right. is a okay, so then sauce. what's the difference between a gravy and a sauce the then? And then how is that different from kind of a jelly? as a gravy?
2: No. You're wrong. My mom's a chef. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I've played that trump card, it yeah, takes back. It's, it's, is that even a trump card? It's like, holy sorry, shit. Sorry, this card would not let me back in. Oh, you're think, back in now.
0: You're missing your missions of chocolate sauce and calling it gravy, you turd.
2: That, Look, I, I'm no. not the one calling it gravy. There's a proud tradition of calling it gravy that existed that I'm just using to exemplify my point. That
0: is I, that is chocolate I, sauce on biscuits. That's chocolate what's sauce on biscuits. On biscuits. I'm what's sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to gravy? stop this nonsense. What's, this, what's the difference
2: between a sauce and a gravy? Proof. That's a valid question. Lay that down. wasn't the
0: original question. It was the original was what's the difference between jelly and a gravy? Which is a stupid well, we're
3: question. We're going to move on to <laughs> that in a second because there's are <laughs> But if you're calling really chocolate
2: thing. gravy on the basis that it's a sauce, then you have to tell me what the difference between a sauce and a gravy is.
0: None. It's semantics.
2: Well, you, then all nothing right, matters, then. and God is dead. Neither one of them is
0: jelly or jam. But what's the difference
3: between? <laughs> no, there's a difference. There's, between,
1: a, there's a difference between barbecue. <laughs> And sausage gravy. So, sauce and gravy are not the same thing. I'll give you that. So, sauce okay. and gravy. Sauce and gravy isn't
0: because those are different things. I realize that, but I don't one think could they're at
2: least things. I think they're all. It's all semantic difference. No, because because a
4: jelly isn't a gravy. Mm.
0: Jelly mm. has no place in this argument.
4: I agree.
1: I think you're wrong, but… Can we, can we move on? No, Wait, no. I don't think I can. No. I'm harboring a deep <laughs> disdain right now. <laughs> because I was…
0: I've set a fire in.
3: I was, I was
1: sent a link to chocolate sauce. <laughs>
0: it's gravy, a beer thing. I am. <laughs> it's really stupid. It's yeah, a chocolate gravy. Stupid. It's also from the Pillsbury.com site.
2: I just, where they'll do I just grabbed it so that you would know it's I did. not make up a
1: Wikipedia page and file it. I'm, I'm almost ready to light my house on. That's how upset I am about this conversation. It's, it's, it's really, also but, on this is all the recipes, the food network, Wikipedia. Don't talk about anything culinary, okay? Rob's mom's a genius. Chef. Genius kitchen. So, Southern what? Bites <laughs> at a pinch.
0: If you, sent your, if you sent your mom in picture of chocolate gravy from Pillsbury, she'd smack S- herself in the cook. Southern Living. <laughs> All I heard was Southern Living. Mom, I don't <laughs> fucking know.
3: <We're, laughs> My mom graduated valedictorian, and she turned monkfish into monkfish fish nuggets and served it Monk with ketchup. Yeah, among, no, among, a monk fist. A fist of Speaking a monk.
2: Speaking of I'm, D&D I love the moment I just sent you. Similar foods. Sausage gravy, biscuits and gravy, red-eye gravy, gooey butter cake.
0: I, <laughs> this is so dumb.
3: <laughs> is that they also search for in Google?
2: Uh, yep.
1: Yeah. It's a terrible conversation we've had. This is awful.
0: We are all worse <laughs> for having engaged in this.
2: I oh, award okay. you
1: no points, and may God have may
0: mercy God on your soul. your soul.
2: <laughs> I'm happier than I've been in, like, three weeks. Did you look at that
0: chocolate gravy, Pillsbury? They put a fucking cherry on that plate. Is with there a problem with pisses. that?
2: No one is trying to say that Pillsbury is, like, the exemplar of how food should be.
0: Stop Stop enunciating things weird, you fucking elitist. P- Pillsbury or... Exemplar. <laughs> oh, yeah, you fucking
3: <laughs> Let's, uh, what do you say?
2: What do you say? Exemplar?
0: Are, are you trying to say exemplary? I don't even no.
2: know what you're going No, with. no, 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 no. I'm nope. using the noun form of the word. Exemplary I, I is I like an 91% adjective. I'm 1% sure you're wrong,
0: but I'm nine percent <laughs> not sure that
2: you're wrong. So I'm just gonna let Fuck it. go me. Will you accept like a dictionary definition? no because is it, Barry, is, it this, is it is it from this is it from the your, same link
1: that you sent this
0: yeah d- does pillsbury is, does okay. pillsbury have a do they have a that's do they that, have that, a
3: that,
2: definition <laughs> let me see if there's a pillsbury fucking dictionary <laughs>
0: i wouldn't use that link because no the dictionary <laughs> it's just a thing oh good god this Here's- is awful God. I'm, I'm Webster, so upset
2: you. this happened. I'm so sick to my stomach. You One thinking? minute
0: we're talking about Bill Cosby and Chicago-style Eros, my hybrid sandwich, and now this. I think it's a gyro.
1: Oh,
2: God.
1: Wait, <laughs> so you're going <laughs> to combine yeah. Bill Cosby and a Euro? Yep. That
2: thought. Nope. Are you just ruining
0: gyros for everyone? <laughs>
2: Don't well, say gyro. gyro
0: that's, co- that's 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 that puts you to sleep in 10 minutes.
5: Ooh!
1: All right. I see. I
2: see <laughs> so every euro I've ever had, And you you wake up in your
1: yeah you wake up in your rectum edges. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say wake up when your breath smells like onions, but you didn't think I was gonna go there. So I did not. I jumped. <laughs> <laughs> you I jumped to really the left. end of my joke before there at the <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And I swiftly, I, I swiftly switched to onions. Your light oh on your feet man! Here. It's the second Tonight episode. I am. It's something Ben-esque tonight. Man, we we do have a guest tonight at some point. <laughs> so oh, I he's going to be upset. <laughs> He'll be upset if he listens to the first half of the show. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, that's what he's tied his name to for the evening. Those idiots talking about chocolate biscuits,
1: chocolate, <laughs> chocolate gravy,
3: and chocolate no, biscuits I, no, are also no, a thing. No, saying it more How times doesn't you? make it valid no but a long proud Ozark tradition does
0: apparently you're like one of those people that, that thinks Nutella is like a healthy alternative
1: <laughs> a long Ozark tradition
3: yeah if it's good enough for Jason Bateman it's good enough for the rest of us alright oh,
2: beat me to it oh. I tried oh, man. I just feel like Jason Bateman's been eating it his whole life
3: <laughs> or at least preparation for his latest role,
2: <laughs> season three,
3: Marty Bride. Continue.
0: God, Here. this is so stupid. <laughs> a quiz of the southern it? United States, a chocolate gravy, sometimes made with flour, cocoa powder, and a small amount of sugar, aka sauce. Y- yes, I you gotta have. A, I think to have a it gravy, it has to. It has to have a meat. It has to. It has to originate with.
1: With something you've got you've you got have a you've got have a fat for it to be a yeah, great
0: and it needs to be a meat a meat based fat otherwise you're making some kind of a roux based sauce if you're using just butter fat or something similar I don't know Rob, ask your mom she's a chef I will. I will get back to us next week. With she won't you. answer your calls if you ask her this dumbass question.
3: Wow, <laughs> she doesn't answer my calls now, Nick. <laughs> she knows she's raised you to be a
2: culinary. <laughs> Jokes on you! My family situation is much sadder than you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this has turned into a weird episode. I don't know if I like this.
1: You this got is dark, very
3: introspective. <laughs>
1: Oh, Pons man.
0: plenty, but it got dark early.
3: So, how about that weather? Uh. <laughs> so, how how's everyone's day? <laughs> I, I was going well. I'm you, you upset glad me.
2: I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine well, before I came on. Not Br- Just don't be
0: wrong, Nick. I'm, I'm fairly certain I'm not.
1: Yeah, I, I, I hate to keep bringing it up, but they're... There must be a fat involved that is not a butter fat for it to be a gravy.
3: Why? Okay. To be continued. I will. I will ask the chef. I actually. To-
1: I actually. I actually don't want to ever continue this. Let's just be no, done. No. Agree to disagree.
3: We will be part two. Will be next week. <laughs> No, it won't. Uh, you say that, but, so. like the great, the great gravy debate.
4: Yes. Hey,
2: well, here's, here's here's the new Oxford American Dictionary: gravy, a sauce made from cooked meat juices together with stock and other ingredients.
0: I do love being right, but not this time.
2: Uh, also, unearned or unexpected money.
3: <laughs>
1: God, it's all that worth is it now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so read me, read me cheddar. Then what's uh, what's, the, what's the definition? It's probably gonna be. So I bet enough. the second. I bet the second definition. Same thing could be said for Brett at this point
3: because uh-huh. apparently that's become very, uh-huh. very popular in nomenclature. Clatcher.
0: Yeah. Clatcher. You know uh-huh. all, all the yeah, gotta go out and get that. Clatcher <laughs> down the mill said that I ought to put five two more dollars yeah. into my Chevy.
2: It's from from also from the uh, the new Oxford American Dictionary, cheddar, a kind of firm, smooth cheese originally made in Cheddar in southern England. Mm. And? You can't
3: use the word in the name. Or That's, in, no, it's mm, yeah, vice versa. It's
2: yourself. the proper noun, cheddar. The, oh, okay. Yeah, it's made in the place. Still think it's just not applicable, but it's like saying champagne can't be champagne can't be defined by itself.
0: Unless the grapes came from the Champagne region of France, right? right. Otherwise, it's sparkling wine. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, right. You see, you well, see what this second. chocolate
0: it's gravy it's thing has done? I should not have said that last sentence. I'm embarrassed that came out. Of my well, mouth. what's the difference between a
3: sandwich and a cake then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can play, th- play this game all night. <laughs> why, are we, why are we just
1: picking two known things that are not the same and trying to? How are they different? Pro- uh, tell, me, tell me that they're different. I'm not, I'm prove I'm not to engaging myself. with you. <laughs> like, if you want to have, like, the, our animal I'd rather talk about conversation, I'll do that. I'll do that conversation because we could actually go back and forth with some valid points as whether or not it's a cracker or a cookie. Because
3: you can have, like, an ice cream sandwich ah. or a cookie sandwich that has icing I- in the middle, which... Yes.
1: Now, now, here's the thing. An ice cream sandwich is a sandwich, mm-hmm. but it's not a cake.
3: Well, how is a cake any different from an ice cream sandwich? I don't. You
4: got, don't? You've got layers no. of cake, which
3: are a type of bread. They're breading. And then you've got something in between them, usually icing. How is a
1: cake, cake not cake a sandwich?
0: Cake is, you, is pastry, not bread. There from, from do side. do you not
1: often, a pastry. Do you often put icing on the bum? On the what? On the bum is what I, oh, right. I don't. I don't think people put icing on the bums of cakes. No, I, why wouldn't you? Well, you just said uh, uh, cake, there's cake, and then you, you have, have icing normally is the uh, Although, like the uh, – Well, you put uh, it, on,
3: you put it on the bottom it so it doesn't slide around whenever you're icing the
1: rest off. of it, but you also put it in between the two pieces of
3: cake.
0: Cake, cake is not a bread, by the way. Why? Chauncey. Mm,
3: you're definitely wrong there, but continue. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm 100% right because cake is made – a key ingredient of cake is, is a, a fat and a sugar – and standard bread recipes do not have a fat in Define for me
3: a standard b- bread recipe. What what water do you salad, consider a standardized
0: bread. like Spiritual white bread? bread? Yeast made the world over. It's made with with yeast, water, some sort of grain, and that's that's your three key ingredients.
3: And no breads have any sort of fats or
0: or, or butter. They're not one of the key ingredients, no.
3: For for some breads, sure, but not for all breads.
0: Name a bread that has a high fat consistency besides like a croissant.
3: Uh, uh, why besides a croissant? Tortilla.
0: What? A tortilla
1: has lots of butter in it. That's the main binding agent that holds the thing together. Cake is not a sandwich. A sandwich is not a cake. They're two completely disparate things. Don't That's, get sidetracked. Don't get sidetracked, Nick. I'm not. I'm about not in I'm not about Asian that breads and cakes. A sandwich is not a cake. And a I cake is not a honest. sandwich. Yeah. It's the stupid argument that they're having. That we're having. <laughs> we have we have a distinguished we have that a distinguished gentleman yet. guest online with us and he has to listen to us argue about that cakes are not sandwiches. And that is we're normal. not, we're not they,
3: arguing. Rob's they talking. are. They are
1: sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Runner, sir, welcome to the... Uh, well,
3: welcome to the show.
0: Which Discord would cooperate with us?
3: I know. It seems like Ryan is reason. dropping out for a little bit. I'm not. I'm not dropping. I'm here.
1: Mm, <laughs> okay. Well, I'll... I'll uh... Are you... Uh, James, are you muted by chance? Because mm. it looks That's- like he's looks like he's talking.
0: Oh, like are we doing one of those system overload things?
1: No such thing.
3: Nah, he clicked the mute button and it's now
0: muted. Now he's, he's not muted.
3: All right, let's see if
0: there are things I can do on my end. I see him. Stop sending me links to nonsense. Stop being wrong. I'm not. I'm 100% right. And I, I enjoy it usually being right, but this is one of those times where I just don't care. You're, but because
1: you're also wrong. I'm not. I'm 100% right. All right. Let's see here. It doesn't matter if, if bread is, if cake is considered a bread. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm. Just, cakes and sandwiches are not the same thing. I agree. If with cakes
3: you. are bread, then what's the difference between a cake and a sandwich? You can have jellies in the middle of cakes.
1: Uh, you can cake have icing bread. in the middle you of can't a just sandwich.
0: Keep a and Make it so.
1: Do it, you want it, to take two pieces of cake and use those pieces of cake as the bread in a sandwich and make cake sandwich? That's fine, but that doesn't make the cake on its own a birthday cake a sandwich.
3: It doesn't have to be a birthday cake. That's a and very if specific a, type If there's a of cake. cake
1: sitting on the counter and you take. <laughs> And put in it and then put the chop the cake in there. It does not it does not make it it makes it a cake sandwich, but it does not make the cake a sandwich.
3: I would heartily disagree. <laughs> I still don't understand where you're like hang up that bread is a like cake is a bread.
0: Not my hang up. No, we've already proven you wrong, so I'm just enjoying listening to you go back to the well. It actually pleases me. It's soothing. I think you're wrong. Um, Here's what you do. We'll do this. You can experiment. Go make a loaf of bread, and then go make a cake. Hmm. I've just done, on your own I've time. I've done. I've done both in my day. Believe it or not. Hmm. And they were not made of the same things.
3: No, uh, but neither are different types of bread, Nick. <laughs>
0: They if are you made of the make, same general families of If, if you wanted
3: to make two very different types of bread, like the bread you would use for a tortas or bread that you would use for white bread slices, they don't have the same material components, yet somehow they both create a bread-like substance.
1: Are okay, those, okay. Are okay. okay, both bread, like bread? bread wow. like, bread-like substance or bread? Because bread-like substance could be Lunch.
0: What do you think a
3: torta is? It it is a very specific type of bread used for a Mexican sandwich.
0: Uh huh. And have you eaten one? Yes. Okay. It's Mexican white bread.
4: It's not a cake,
0: but it's it's not. So,
3: but your but your argument here is <laughs> no. My argument that, is that is
1: that cakes and sandwiches are not at all the same thing. I would. No, if if you would like to have a separate sidebar conversation with Nick, as argue, cake and bread, that's fine. But a I'm just sandwich
0: and a, and a cake
1: right. aren't the same. He's having a smidge of technical difficulties. He will be with us shortly.
2: That's a relief. I was afraid he'd rage quit. <laughs>
1: yeah. If, if, Which, imagine if you were the guest to who walked like, in an asinine content.
3: Fair. You're the ones that keep feeding a troll, but Clinton. you're also you yeah, are man. also still wrong in fact
1: no you are no okay. no hey how come steak and chicken aren't just called the same
0: thing? <laughs> nice Because
1: <it's, laughs> a, 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 a steak is just an animal like a chicken, and if you take a steak, put it on a sandwich, you put chicken on a sandwich too and and that makes it a chicken that makes it a chicken cake. All of that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, put, you can um, make a chicken cake, and you can cover it with chocolate.
3: Mm-hmm. All of this checks out. You can do all of that.
1: I imagine that's what one of your uncles in Backwoods, Missouri sounds like, where you guys have chicken cake gravy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're I'm going to make wrong. chicken cake gravy, and you're going to like it. I don't think I will. I'll okay. try it. Yeah, yeah really good. I'll try it. If you want to make chicken I, cake gravy. I wouldn't serve it to you if I didn't think you'd like it. That's not true. Cuz otherwise I'd relinquish the high ground.
1: You made me you made me try Malort.
2: So, not gonna, let's I'm not. not. Gonna, well, Malort's different. Everyone should feel what it what it's like to to drink poison. Everyone should know that. Just saying. Don't
1: tell me that you would never serve me something that didn't taste good no, and then no,
2: no, no, no. also have
1: me take a drink of Malone. No,
2: no, 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 I didn't say I would never serve you something that didn't taste good. I said I'd serve you this particular dish oh. if I didn't make sure it tasted good first.
3: I think you should make it just <laughs> terribly. Make it bad and then also make sure that it tastes bad.
2: No, I'm gonna I don't wanna anakin myself. I don't want to get my legs cut off and then die in lava.
3: <laughs> that, that that is a this a way to
0: go i'm saying have you been able to connect with our guest rob or- he is
1: he is online right now i'm waiting for him to join the voice chat i don't think a sandwich is dependent on bread anyway
0: what
3: exactly it's all, it's is it dependent
1: semantics.
0: on then it's
3: all it, semantics yet nothing matters and everything like god is dead we've no, already I've established a, this i I've,
1: I've made a chicken skin sandwich where instead of bread, I used two big pieces of fried chicken skin.
3: So a sandwich awful. is just something between two things then? Traditionally, by – Correct. You, it's, is, it's that the, is, that the, is that the definition that we're going by now? It's no. It's all semantics
0: from then the Earl of Sandwich. The, what who defines put, a sandwich? put meat between two pieces of bread and made it a mobile eating platform instead of eating but, meat with a well, fork a plate. A, a, ta- a taco is a sandwich. Everything yeah. has evolved from that in terms of walking food, basically. So, yeah, you can, you can put anything almost inside of anything to go and you could call it a sandwich. And sometimes you would be wrong.
1: I just – a cake's not a sandwich. That's all I'm saying. It is not. A cake is a dessert. You can make a cake sandwich though. You could. But, but, but we've already established that like an but ice cream cake sandwich or a
3: cookie sandwich. sandwich with icing in the middle are both sandwiches.
1: Yes. That's right.
2: Yeah, okay. but they're not those cakes are also sandwiches. Desserts.
1: No, an ice cream sandwich is a sandwich. I'm not disagreeing with you, but an ice cream sandwich isn't a cake. So but you could use therefore a cake aren't Why couldn't
3: you use a cake for the outsides of an ice cream sandwich?
1: You can take two pieces of cake and put something in between, but that does, not make, it's, that does not make cakes. That does not make cakes sandwiches between two pieces of cake. Correct. And that does not make cakes sandwiches that makes a cake sandwich a sandwich using cake but cakes aren't sandwiches they absolutely can be though yes a cake can be made and you can use cake to make a sandwich but that does not sandwiches i could use a motor vehicle as a uh wrecking ball but that does not make motor vehicles wrecking balls sure it does no (laughs) i can use a motor vehicle as a wrecking ball
5: okay how's that
1: much That's better. better. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank God you're here, sir. Robert, find <laughs> each other somewhere after lunch.
0: <laughs> yep, we got about every third syllable of that. Yeah, okay,
1: Ryan.
3: Good. It's Ryan, not just
0: I think me. is. Yeah. yeah, no, I think Ryan's dying tonight.
3: That's how angry I am right now about this. How are you doing tonight, good sir?
5: Uh, I'm. I'm great. I'm great. I'm on the. Uh, where is everybody on the East Coast, or where is everybody central? Calling?
0: all centralish. No, it's still east coast out here in Hoosierland. We don't, we don't count you.
5: Mm, okay. Isn't uh, isn't Indiana you have the something funky with like daylight saving, right? Like well, they, yeah. they, they
3: they fixed that. They just split it down in a weird like portion we have, of Indiana.
1: We have uh, two counties in the northwestern part of the state that are on central time. And Two counties on the southwestern side of the state that are in central time. The rest of the state is eastern. Okay. Correct. Which is is ridiculous. (laughs) And they made a great, there was a great moment on the west wing that covered that when Josh and Toby got left, their plane left.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that episode. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) one of my my favorites. Well, we are on with uh, James Renner, a documentarian,
5: a novelist. (laughs) Oh <laughs> what? He's a who? Yeah. I, I'm a nov. A yeah, nov. you're a nov. Like a, a novice. A, a nov, long-standing nov, 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 from nov what team. I
3: understand. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, this wonderful. is my first time on Discord, by the way, so... Uh, well, you sound wonderful, well, yeah, so don't well, worry don't, about all this other not, stuff. It's
3: not always as terrible as Ryan is making it seem now. Uh, <laughs> I am Rob Bass. With me we have Nick and Joe and Ryan, who seems to be lost in some sort of ether. Uh, hummus.
0: Hummus. 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 <laughs> and now yes. hummus. Also not a cake He's, or a bread, right? I would
3: I would agree with that one.
0: But delicious uh, on both.
3: I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'll allow that. So James, tell us a little bit about yourself.
5: Well, I'm uh Forty single. I, I like to have long walks on the beach. My and, man. Pina uh, coladas yeah. <laughs> in the rain, perhaps. None of that is true, actually. No, I'm 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 married. I've got a couple kids. I live in Ohio. I like to hunt O-H. for <laughs> treasure. <Atta> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like to oh h. That's I O. Out of boy. And yeah, I had to like go through my like limited knowledge of football there for a second. I'm like, oh my god, i yeah
0: for Russians
5: um but I'm, yeah I'm I'm
0: originally from ohio so it's been a what part dayton okay yeah that counts kind of it uh, does <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've got themselves a little bit of a
5: meth issue now but that's sure you know, yeah we all do who doesn't uh, yeah. does at this yeah. point yeah um i i i've been down that way a couple times i really like uh what's that place where where hippies go to retire that's down near Dayton. yellow
0: springs yeah that sounds that's phenomenal,
5: phenomenal. That's you, know, awesome. you know who else lives in yellow springs i Dude. do actually that's why i went down there to write an article really about, fantastic uh, yeah
0: nice it's Um a little dave, piece of ohio lore that most people don't know
5: dave Chappelle. yeah in yes, fact sir. You go to the coffee shop there. I forget uh, what's Dino's coffee or something like that.
0: Oh, it's been probably five years since I've been there, but sure. Dino's sounds about right.
5: They've got this big uh, mural that has, um, you know, different people from around town that they've painted into this mural that that takes up an entire wall.
4: Mm -hmm. And
5: you don't see Dave Chappelle there because on that wall is this door and the door is always open. And I'm like, hey, you know, to the manager, I'm like, why, why didn't you guys put Dave Chappelle on this? And he goes over and closes the door, and Dave Chappelle's on the back of the door. And when it's closed, <laughs> he's in the middle. But it's a secret, so they keep it open the whole time.
1: That's I fantastic. It. I love that.
2: Brilliant.
1: Is this um, any better? Is my voice any better now?
2: You, yeah. you sound much better now. General, for now. Relative, uh, comparatively. At the moment, at the very least.
0: Well, we're just breaking down a little bit of uh, some Buckeye lore here. Yeah,
1: we, get back I heard. On, we, on I heard most of it. I had to. Uh, uh, I took my headphones off, turned the microphone on because uh, my my nine year old Macklin is here with us. Oh,
5: say hi, Mack.
4: Hi, Mack. Hi. Hey, Aww. buddy.
5: That's great. What's isn't it? Isn't it the school night? What, what in the world are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've already I've already gotten a nice handful of, uh, of well, uh, a of a kind of a night out. Yeah.
5: Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, James, I, I couldn't I couldn't let him go to bed. He uh uh when I told him that we were gonna talk about the secret tonight, he uh, I thought his head was gonna explode. <laughs> so he uh he decided that he he was gonna write down some questions for me to ask, and then I said, You wanna just stay up and ask him yourself? And he oh, said cool. he said, Do I get to stay up late? And I said, Yeah. And he said, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> um so before I know that I know what the secret is, and I know that Macklin knows what the secret is, and James, I know you know what it is, but I don't know if the other three guys are as uh, deep into it as we are. So if before we ask some questions, could you kind of give us the elevator pitch as to what the secret is?
5: Sure, yeah. This, uh, this, this wild guy, Byron Price, uh, was a publisher and uh, always ahead of his time. And he, in 1982, put together this book called The Secret, colon, A Treasure Hunt. And uh, inside the book were 12 paintings and 12 poems that will lead to the locations of keys that he buried in the ground across the United States and Canada. And in order to find the location of one of these keys, you have to figure out, you have to find the clues inside the paintings. and. The poems and you have to match a poem to the painting, even though they're not numbered. And uh it's hard to tell which goes with which. And if you were able to locate one of these keys and dig it up, you turn it in and you will get a gem, like a diamond, ruby, or an emerald, worth about a thousand to twelve twelve hundred dollars, somewhere around there. And to date, even though this book came out in eighty-two. Only two of the keys have ever been found. So there's still 10 out there waiting, waiting for you, Macklin. (laughs) Well, possibly,
0: possibly only nine, right? Uh, From, I was doing a little background reading. I think one of them got, uh, is probably lost to construction work.
5: Um, it's possible, you know, we, I mean, we don't know for sure. Um, it's, but, It's possible a a few of them have actually been lost to construction or landscaping over the last, you know, what, 30, um, 36 years. Uh, And, you know, there was one in New Orleans that some people believe may have, um, you know, been swept away during Katrina. So but there's there's 10 that haven't been claimed. So the chances are pretty good. That at least a couple of those are still where he put them in '82. Wow! Everybody, Everybody loves a them. good treasure hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's uh, there's lots of message boards online, uh, quest for treasure, um, and you know to name to name one. And and there's Facebook groups, and people are trading theories every single day, and you know without fail you know people get into this and and they think oh my gosh I know where one is um I just you know I I'm sure I'm sure 100% sure and then they go and dig and 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 come up short so it's it's very it's a very frustrating puzzle but uh but wonderful at the same time
1: well speaking of seeming that you're sure about where one is Macklin had a question for you here okay great let's do the first one
4: Um, so after the episode with Josh Gates, um, did you end up finding the one in Milwaukee?
5: Not yet. Um, but, uh, my, I have a, so my son Casey is, uh, 11 and he is very excited to go back up there and try again. And after that episode came out, um, you know, the, the guy that painted the puzzle paintings lives about 20 minutes away from me just out of coincidence here in uh, in Ohio and his son I kind of keep in touch with because he's an artist too anyways long story short the rumor is that they were watching that show and the guy that painted the puzzle clue was getting very nervous and he said oh my god that's as close as anybody's ever come to digging that thing up wow um, oh. So I know I was close.
4: Mm. And and I have a second question. And that one is if you go back to Milwaukee, can my dad and I meet up with you? Heck yeah.
5: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll definitely let you know. How far away are you guys from Milwaukee?
0: uh, I'm about an hour and a half. Well, Joe and I are about an hour and a half.
5: Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Now we're, we're, it's probably, it's a good six hour drive for us, but we want to make the trip. The question is, I don't know if I can make it before the ground gets too, um, cold and, and hard to dig. And, um, but it'll, I, yes. So the short answer is yes. It, it Hopefully within the next six months, we'll make that happen. But, um, the concern now is the the park system up there. A couple people have tried to get permits to dig uh, in Lake Park again, and now they're they're charging people a lot of money to to dig there. And if you dig up a key, now they want to keep it. So, um, course,
0: you know, well, I mean that's Milwaukee. We, we know we have <laughs> some end arounds.
5: You know
1: what, though, as as sucky as that concept is, there's still the con There's still the idea that you you did find it. You know, yeah. Even if, yeah. Even if the city of Milwaukee kept it and put it somewhere, you would know that you found, you know, one of twelve, and that would be.
3: Would they the want to keep it before or after you claim the gem?
5: <laughs> because
3: they can um, have it afterwards.
5: Yeah, sure. I think that's the thing that they would keep the key in, in the box. And I, I'm sure you could, I'm sure you get the gem, whoever digs it up, gets the gem. And, uh, you know, I can, I can put anybody in touch with the, um, the, the price family once they dig up the key. Um, and, and you can get your, you can still get your gem.
1: So, We've been going through. We uh, after watching the episode that you were on, Expedition Unknown, which is the first time I'd ever heard of the secret. Oh wow! Um, And it, I think, what's cool about it is it's so accessible. It's in the United States. It's right here. Yeah, it's not. It's been. You know, you're in Milwaukee. Um, It kind of. You know, it's cool that the one in Chicago was found, but you know that would be even closer. And um, so we get the book and we're going through and look at all these pictures and. I can't imagine not having the internet as a resource and trying to figure out
5: these pictures. Oh, it's incredibly difficult. Um, and, and then adding adding to that the fact that he didn't number the the, the poems and, and didn't what, what poem matches with the painting. So it's like another level of ridiculousness. Um, you know, he, he was just on a different level, and he he really thought that, all the keys would be found in a year and he just made it too difficult. But, yeah. you know, the, the good thing is that, you know, what he, what he wanted to leave, I think as a legacy is, um, he wanted people to go out and in, in, and go into these parks and see the beauty of the world that we live in and, um, you know, force you to, to really look at things, you know, after, after you know, making a documentary about the secret, I find myself now, when i visit cities i stop and i read every like monument uh <laughs> you know little you know the 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 um the plaques that are on the monuments you know because i got used to doing that looking for clues and uh so it 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 forces you to to look a little deeper in in, in the world around you which is fun
3: so sort of related to the, uh that and i know this is a little tangential in terms of relating to the secret itself you seem like a guy who really enjoys just exceptionally different difficult like puzzles riddles, cases, things along those lines uh oh, yeah. was there anything that like helped build this mindset for you or drove this passion like why did you get into uh this sort of niche in terms of this and you know all of the true crime that it seems like you've uh been interested in over the years?
5: that's a very good question i'm not entirely sure uh but you know i i I have the feeling that uh i you know i've i've kind of realized in the last couple years that i'm probably on the spectrum as well (laughs) and uh and and this might be my like peculiar little little quirk thing uh because i do get hyper focused on uh, unanswerable puzzles, and I got into that as a reporter, reporting on um, true crime and cold cases, and and thinking about these cases as if it was a, a puzzle, and uh, trying to figure out the the workarounds and the loopholes, and uh, you know, solving a case that nobody could could solve before, finding a person that's been missing, and um I just I really I really love unsolved mysteries and uh you know speaking of you know unsolved mysteries the TV show uh I remember being fascinated with that program as as a kid and and, and terrifying think, Yeah and and maybe it maybe it really all does boil down to you know uh, Robert Stack's parting words in that show, which is, you know, perhaps you can be the ones to solve a mystery. And I'm like, really, really me? Me? I be. Okay, okay, Robert Stack. Uh, well, if you said so, yeah.
1: He was always. I, as much as I love Dennis Farina, he, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robert Stack put like the fear of God in you. Sometimes watching that that show where Dennis Farina was always like. Okay, cool. It's a uh, unsolved mystery. Yeah. Robert Stack <laughs> would frighten you with his voice. He took <laughs> it way too seriously. <laughs> and then you'd see him on airplane and you're like, what who is this guy? What's going on here?
4: Um, so Mr. Renner, um, so the picture with the genie and the secret and the camel, yeah. um, do you think that could be in New Jersey? Because you know- Go ahead. Because me and my dad, um, we found, like, this rock formation, and then we flipped the book over, and it looked like that line of New Jersey
5: to us. That's really cool. Um, I will say it is possible. Um, The... Most people think that that painting goes with um, a key that might be buried in Houston. But I will say this. um, When I met with the guy that actually painted the paintings, he said that he's been on the message boards and and he sees what most people are saying that the paintings, uh, you know, what cities they go with. And he says there are a couple that people just have completely wrong. So um, that could be one of them. Um, What. Without giving, you know, I don't know if you want to give too much away, but, like, what part of New Jersey would are you looking at?
4: Um, just the whole state.
5: Okay. Um, You know, because I look to, I know Byron Price would have buried some keys near places that were important to him. And um, if you can find a place in New Jersey that Byron Price, you know, went to school or... Or vacation, bed, or something like that. Then I'd say that yeah, maybe that's a real good chance.
4: And this is my last question. Um, <laughs> but do you know why the creepy pictures are in the book?
5: <laughs> do you mean the the pictures with the like the the soft sculptures, the like the yeah. the puppets? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, it, 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 this guy, Byron, it, is just a, a weird dude. And, <laughs> he, I, you know, this is 1982. And that's a like I don't know if you can even comprehend how long ago <laughs> and how different everything was. I mean, this is a this is before the Internet. This is before cell phones. Uh, this is before anybody was able to play video games in their house and uh you know it was just a weird time and he found this artist in new york um ellen and she was making these things and i'm pretty sure that the, the only reason they're in the book is byron was walking a, through new york one day and saw one of these puppets in a window and he's like i'm making this book i you know
4: let's put them in the book.
5: and uh So I think that's all it is. He was just fascinated by these weird little, weird little dolls.
4: Okay. Well, thank you for letting me talk to you.
5: Oh, thank you. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. Okay. Okay. Now uh, get some sleep and, uh, and, and um, try not to fall asleep during math class tomorrow.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bed because it's a school
5: night. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good night, (laughs) Mac. See you back.
1: That's cool. (laughs) yeah you might that might have made his year i'm not sure Uh. (laughs) the 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 artwork in this book the paintings that were done they are when you start looking at them and you like the one with the lion yeah and you you see that the in like the it almost looks like a skull off to the lion's side and you realize that that's charleston south carolina yep that yep That'll, it'll blow your mind. I mean, I couldn't imagine
5: being the first guy to get that. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. We, we take all that for granted because of these, these message boards and people have figured the, you know, some of the bigger clues out years and years ago. Right. Um, but that, yeah, that, that'd be, that would have been wild. It's uh, like, I, I I, it's,
1: or like you, I mean, like the whole Milwaukee thing with the millstone and the walking stick. I mean, it's just. I don't know. This this book captured me in such a in such a crazy way and it's I feel like I'm behind the eight ball. But. I mean, if it makes you feel any better,
4: it
3: seems like most people are as well. So Oh, that's that's yeah. true. I feel good about that.
5: Even the person that figured out the 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 millstone and the and the walking stick and all that, you know, he he you, know, you you almost feel bad for them because he's like, "Oh my god, I figured it out." And he still didn't find the key. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, and see, what I I didn't realize that the poems were not um, tied to the pictures. When I when I you know when I get I watch the episode of Expedition Unknown, I get on Amazon, I buy the book. The book shows up, and I'm thinking like, okay, right away we'll be able to. It'll be like picture number one corresponds to poem number one. Yep. And yeah. And that's that might be the hardest part of the entire book is matching up the picture to the poem.
5: That's almost not fair, you know? (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Because, because what happens is you'll, you know, you've got a definitive picture and then you have find all these things that match up with one particular verse, but you might not even be using the right verse. So you could be running all over, you know, um, St. Augustine looking for a green picket fence but really, the green picket fence is in San Francisco. Um, yeah, that I think that part's a little unfair. I wish he would have told us which one goes where. The thing
3: that uh, amuses me most about this, like, I, I entirely understand that, like, the, the majority of the point behind this isn't just to find the treasures, but the experience of treasure hunting, but... I could almost imagine somebody wanting to do this just for the end game, just for, you know, the gems and the prize and, like, you know, look at these things that I've gotten at the end. Yeah. And how much money do you think that people have sank into this with the end goal of trying to find these treasures
5: and the treasures
3: only be worth, you know, X amount of dollars, even in, you know, summary of all of them?
5: Well, I – I hope nobody spent more than, than, than like 10 happened. grand, but, but. <laughs> you know, I, because we, we spent, we spent a decent chunk of money on the Thank documentary you. that I put together, just, you know, flying from city to city and, and staying there and looking for these things. So, but mm-hmm. I, I'm sure people have, saw, I, you know, I, I, I've talked to a couple of treasure hunters that are like, you know, living in on the West coast and they'll, you know, they'll drive, you know uh, looking for these keys up in San Francisco or they'll take a a flight into New York just for, to to look so it's it's a very expensive it's not a, it's, it's a not a cheap hobby <laughs> yeah it's an expensive hobby it's crazy and the, did but, you guys read the thing about the did did you read about what happened with Forrest Fenn this week no no um so for do uh, so I don't know if everybody knows this but the there's another big book treasure hunt um and it's the uh the Forrest Fen treasure and there's it's this old uh artist his name is Forrest Fen and he has this book just like Byron did, but it's one specific uh one specific treasure but it's it's this like treasure chest that has like 3 million dollars worth of stuff in it and he put it in the he he, he hid it in a mountain somewhere in Utah and if you read his book you're supposed to be able to figure out where it's at so everybody's trying to find this thing just this week uh a Pennsylvania man uh drove out to utah and, and was arrested because he broke into forrest Fenn's house to see if he could find extra clues inside the house somewhere Jeez. oh wow so well, treasure
3: hunting is serious business so
5: <laughs> i uh i talked to this one guy um who and, and another cool thing that I learned when I was putting together d- the documentary for the secret is there's not like any specific demographic to the people that get obsessed with this book. You know, it's all walks of life, all ages. You know, from nine to you know eighty. I was talking to this uh, uh, one of the people I interviewed was this professor on the west coast, and <laughs> there's this funny line in the documentary where. He <laughs> He says he's referencing the poem, and it makes reference to um, uh, an object of Mark Twain's attention. And he says, "Because of that line, I've read everything that Mark Twain has ever written.
4: <laughs>
5: wow Just think about wow. like the hours that he put into oh, yeah just to figure out if if he could if he could find you know that that piece of the clue.
3: That's fascinating. That's not Amazing. a short list of books or
1: or just publications no. in general. No, yeah. It's crazy. Do you think uh the, the Forest Fen thing aside, could you do this today?
5: Yeah, I think you could, and I, I really I really want to. Um I've been trying to uh find a publisher um that will allow us to do an an official sequel to the book. Um and, you know, we've gotten close a couple times, but, uh, you know, nobody's, you know, it's it's a different market than it was in 82. But, sure, you know, Byron's take on it was, you know, here were the fairies and, and creatures from the old world, and they had immigrated to the new world, and they trust us so much that they buried their treasures here. I wanted to make the sequel set in, in you know, today, uh, you know ripping off what's going on in our country. So mm. the uh so um our president would be deporting all these all these fairies from the old world so they have to quickly bury their treasure again. Um so you have twelve new treasures. But I thought that was a pretty fun spin on it.
3: Mm. That's fantastic.
5: Thanks. The ahead the problem is, you know the Byron got away with Bearing these things in public parks in 82 and that might be the part that has changed a little too much um there'd be a lot of concern about whether you could do that or or if that would just get me in trouble these days but there there's there's ways around that too i think
1: oh certainly yeah that was gonna be my follow-up is that you'd have to uh uh the times were different in 1982 mm-hmm. you could just throw on a reflective vest and walk into grant park in chicago and Right. Put a plexiglass right. box in the ground and no one would ask any questions.
5: Right. I uh I went to dig up the Boston key and I think I I'm within I feel as as though I'm within like five feet on that one. But oh. I went out I went out to dig up the one in Boston and this was after, this was like I mean, we're talking like three months after the marathon bombings. And oh. uh so I've got this I'm this like middle aged guy. Um, in a jacket with a backpack, and I'm—I've got the shovel, and I'm digging in a public park.
3: Nothing suspicious here. <laughs> just normal yeah, right. people
5: doing normal people things. That's the most concern I've ever been. I, I really <laughs> thought I might get arrested. And so people would like every single person that that walked by in that park that day asked. They're like, "Hey, dude, what are you doing?" And I and I, I thought you know I could come up with a story, but I just went with the truth. I'm like. They're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm digging for buried treasure. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, Which, and <laughs> nobody called the cops because yeah, no. what, of that answer. <laughs> Completely. They, they, well, their mood changed immediately, and, and they were like, and everybody was like, all right, man, you know, rock on. You do you. <laughs> yeah, you do you. <laughs> yeah. Leave your, your truth,
1: treasure guy. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Another thing I would do when I was, uh, when I, when I got to the point where I felt like I could dig is, uh, and, and in new Orleans, I dug a lot of holes around new Orleans, but, um, I, uh, would always take with me a, um, flowers. So in their in their like, uh, pot still. So when I dug a hole, I would then put a flower where that hole is so that it, for a couple of reasons, one, I mark in the place so I don't have to dig it up again, um, and two, um, you know, it's it's at least it's it's leaving something, and and three, uh, I look like I know what I'm. I, I look like I'm got a
2: purpose, like you're supposed to be there, right?
5: Yes, exactly right. Yeah,
1: that's clever. That's that's Thank very you. good. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little more about the documentary. Uh, wh- what it's called, and where I mean, is it? Readily available, yeah. or
5: so. The documentary is called "The Secret of Byron Price," and it just premiered uh, two weeks ago at the Chagrin Documentary Film Festival uh, here in Ohio. Uh, and we have submitted to a bunch more film festivals, and we're hoping to get in a few more in the le- in the next year. And hopefully, by this time next year, we'll um, have it on a streaming service, uh, and and everybody can see it it's as much about uh, well it's there's there's it, it's just a fun story and it gets into the legacy that byron left behind when he died in this tragic car accident on long island in 2005 and uh you know the legacy is his is is this book and the journey and and you know sharing nature with you know, kids and it's also the two daughters he left behind and and that was for me, was the most um uh meaningful part of making the whole documentary is getting to know Kara and Blair Price and we spent a day in New York w- with Kara and Blair trying to find the key that their father buried somewhere around Manhattan in 1982
1: because they don't they don't know correct i mean they don't know where it's buried they're they're they, playing they, the game like
5: everyone else yeah he wanted it to be a game for them he wanted them to to try to find it and he did give Blair an extra clue that nobody else got. And she shares in the documentary and I can share it here. But, um, you know, the, the extra clue was that in the in the New York painting, which is painting 12, there are a number of things in the painting and you should be able to see them all from the location of the dig site. So the things that you should be able to see... Are the Verrazano Narrows Bridge, uh the Statue of Liberty, and Ellis Island. So hmm. that um, you know, it it limits you a little bit, but that's still, you know, it could still be in New Jersey, it could be southern Manhattan. I was out on Governor's Island last week looking for the key there.
1: Hmm. It's crazy. It's such a cool thing.
5: Absolutely. Yeah thank you yeah it's it's uh, it's such an amazing story
1: so i know that this is. is
5: actually
3: oh, ahead, Rob, sorry. Uh, i know that this is entirely unrelated but i am very curious uh when are we getting a a, a last call cleveland world tour
5: Oh my God! Where did that come from? Where are you from? (laughs) How do you know about that?
3: Uh, Well, I I, would—I should come up with a better story, but the Wikipedia machine is a powerful source of material.
5: (laughs) Um. Yeah, no, I've been thinking about getting back into sketch comedy with those guys and uh, doing something a little more lighthearted. But that was a lot of fun. We had the sketch comedy troupe in in college at Kent State, and at the time. Kent State had this I mean it's ridiculous uh, they had this little TV station on campus mm-hmm. and the best part was it went out to the communities it didn't just go out to the dorms but it covered the local you know communities out there and Kent's in this little pocket of Ohio where not much is happening around there so we had this late night show that we called Last Call Cleveland and that was part sketch but it was also part like David Letterman and I was the guy behind the desk and and the show got ridiculously popular for like 2 years where I felt, you know, at the age of like 20, 21, I could walk around town and I felt like a celebrity and it kind of in a way, it it, it kind of ruined me because <laughs> you know, ever since then I I've just I've been trying to to get that back (laughs) (laughs) because yeah I'm like I I thought I was this I I thought I was like this big time you know deal and you know I graduated college and then went to like I moved to Lakewood and and waited tables and nobody knew who I was up there and that's devastating don't you know who I am you know (laughs) your your chicken fried chicken (laughs) Um, at rock bottom brewery in the flats, you know, so it was a wake up call. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's awesome. Great um, story. also, uh, the best part of last call Cleveland was, uh, we took a trip into New York in, uh, um, early 2001. This was even before the September 11th stuff happened. And we went in there and, uh, on a whim, Standing out in front of the Today Show, uh, we, m- me and my co host, uh, Mike Polk, um, decided to uh make out as the camera panned the audience in front of the Today Show. <laughs> and uh, so you hear, uh, the, and it's on YouTube if you want to search it, um, Today Show Man Kiss. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if
5: that's a for trick title, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, and you hear Matt Lauer come on, and it's like eight thirty in the morning, and he's just he just wants to read the news, and he's like, "Okay, it's a it's a sunny morning here on the Today Show," and then everything goes quiet when he sees us making out, and he's like, "Uh," and and then it, the best part was a couple couple things. One, we made it onto Access Hollywood because of that uh, later <laughs> that day. And, uh, and two, I got a very awkward con- uh, phone call from my grandmother. Um, <laughs> a few minutes. <laughs> um, and it, it was uh, – anyway, oh, the best part was um, uh, Will and Grace did it, like, a couple months later. <laughs> and one of the – one of the writers was on TV talking about the big kiss, and he's like, no, it really happened. We were watching the Today Show one day, and these guys started making out, so he thought it would be perfect.
3: That's phenomenal.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I feel like I'm an infinitely better person, having known this story from you.
5: <laughs> um, you know, so if if there's ever ever a Jeopardy question about the first, uh, you know, on-air, man-to-man kiss that that... I, you know, I don't want to say I single-handedly brought in the, 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 the LGBT rights for forever, but, um, you know, I pretty <laughs> much,
1: <did>. you, played <laughs> your, you played your part, sir. <laughs> That's amazing. It well, I will, I will say it's been surreal for me to have you on the show. I, I first heard you or heard of you, heard your voice, everything on the missing Maura Murray
5: podcast oh wow yeah and have then, you listened to all 500 episodes of that thing yet
1: i, I have not listened to all 500 episodes no <laughs> i i
5: stopped listening uh
1: probably after episode 30 but uh well, you didn't make it's it far at have,
4: all
1: it's weird to have you know because we had tim and lance on the show
5: oh uh, cool
1: yeah two, they're good friends of mine two years ago and then <laughs> to have, have you come on the show two years later is actually pretty cool
5: yeah, yeah, they've got this uh, um, documentary series that's coming out through Amazon. That's going to be really cool, and uh, it's pretty much you know it's very similar to their podcast, but it's um, you know it's video. And I've seen the first couple episodes, and and uh, it's real good. So yeah, you'll have to check that out. More Murray is still missing, uh, I, and at the time I wrote the book uh, true crime addict. Ding. Um, well, well plugged. <laughs> uh, at the time I wrote the book, I was pretty convinced that she had run away and started a new life, and since then I've come to believe that it's probably more likely that she is dead, that she was murdered. But I believe that if she's dead, that she most likely was murdered by somebody that she knew. I don't think this is a stranger abduction. I don't think she wandered off into the woods. Um, the only thing I'm a hundred percent sold on is that uh, I think she was traveling with a tandem driver, and uh, that driver picked her up and took her on to like a cabin or somewhere. But it's a it's a crazy case. It's a it's like a Rorschach test. There's enough clues that'll take you any which way. Yeah. It. it you know you whatever you bring to it is is kind of where you end up in the end
1: what's your uh what i don't want to say your favorite unsolved uh uh crime or murder but what what's the one that besides maura murray that fascinates you or uh keeps you awake at night
5: the most um You know, the the weirdest one that I've been thinking a lot about lately, for no apparent reason, is back in the, I think it was the late 80s in Chicago, um, some idiot broke into the uh, TV station. So everybody was at home watching TV, and it's like... The I think it was like the news or something. It was, Man, WG,
1: all, it was on W. You know the story. Are you talking about Max Headroom? Yes. Yeah. yeah all of a sudden, well, they, they pirated the TV.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it seems like uh, there were two guys involved. You know, because he's kind of talking to somebody off screen, and and he's dressed up like Max Headroom, and um, some these two idiots broke into a live television feed and to this day nobody knows who, who it was or exactly how they did it and it's wonderful because there are a couple of guys out there that you know are probably getting together for beers once a year and reminiscing about this time that they took over the airwaves in chicago
1: i, I believe it's on youtube
5: yes i'll I, have I'm, to check I that i think it sounds is i've definitely seen it
1: yeah it- Rob it is. It's it was it's crazy. It was like on uh it was like a Wednesday night and people are watching WGN. I think it might have been during a Cubs game, but I'm not sure.
4: I don't oh, know maybe. why that's in
1: my head. But <laughs> all of a sudden it was like it went like a static, mm-hmm. like the like snow on the TV, and then it was a dude mm-hmm. in a Max Headroom mask and it was like four minutes
5: long, seven minutes long. Yeah, and, 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 and then at it was some back point scheduled programming. At some point, he like gets up and he's like, "Spank me, spank me," or something like really weird, like that.
1: <laughs> this gets it. That is that is a. I hadn't thought of that in a long time. That always I'm, pops up on those clickbait articles where it's like, like, top yeah, ten spookiest things to ever happen on live TV. I want to meet that guy one day, though. Yeah, well, the cool you got to you have to wear yeah. the mask
2: yes for sure would be right otherwise
1: (laughs) (laughs) well at at the end of our show we always go around the table and we talk about uh what we've been geeking on this week
5: and because
1: because you're the guest you can
5: you get to choose to go first or last oh wow um i'm gonna go last i gotta think about this for a minute so that means Joe has to go first.
2: <laughs> it's always <laughs> me. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i sad to say that I'm still... ...seeing it, uh, which bums me out, but that's life. So instead, I am uh, uh, going to say Assassin's Creed again. Uh, I have finally beat Assassin's Creed Unity and uh, the uh, expansion Dead Kings. Um, a lot of fun, really enjoyed it, and moved on to Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which takes place in uh, mm-hmm. 20, or 19th century London, uh, which is it's fantastic. It's got a completely different feel, it seems. Uh, in some ways, it's a lot less polished than the previous games, but in other ways, it's a lot smoother. Like, somehow, my character runs around much more, much more smoothly, but the NPCs are a little Robotic. bit more like... Um, Robotic. Uh, what would you say? Uh yeah, I was gonna say like those like those creepy animations you see on Facebook that Guy about swallowing right. himself.
4: I always wish <laughs> I could do that. Wait, what? Huh?
2: What? <laughs> was I not on mute? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, just it's very it's it's very smooth and it's very glitchy at the well same interesting characters uh however you want them to uh, you know you can you can switch out from one character to the other and uh it's the first time that they have a in the main storyline that you can play as a, a female character so it's two twins um uh jacob and evie fry running around london starting gangs finding pieces of eden uh fun stuff really enjoy it it's my thing, I'm into it. So.
1: Pieces of Eden was a terrible '90s. They still band. have a cult following, though. Uh, <laughs> I believe that. I can only assume that they were just a really bad, like 1993 like, s- pseudo grunge rock alternative band.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> right on that cr- on the cusp of like like yeah. a like goo goo dolls. <laughs> you know, a puddle of mud. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Rob, I have what been you going through and
3: playing quite a bit more of uh, Total Warhammer. Uh, I have really, really delved into that here of late, um, and it's just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I am, however, getting really excited. Uh, I'm getting ready to get back on my uh, dinosaur grind with Ark, as they are releasing a new expansion for it here, I believe, next week, called Extinction which is going to uh, take place on some sort of, like, pseudo-futuristic map and biome with all sorts of robot dinosaurs, which is possibly my two favorite things all jumbled up into one. So, uh, yeah, robots and dinosaurs. So (laughs) I uh, I could not be more excited about that. I I cannot wait for that to drop, as I will probably spend countless hours uh, wasted away on my computer once again. Uh, chasing around dinosaurs and building things. It's good stuff. Ryguy. Where what you? about you?
1: Sure. Oh just finished my mm-hmm. pet cemetery reread, moving on to Salem's lot. Um. And then over the weekend we had a bunch of people over and I got to um Someone made a mistake of saying, "Hey, what games game should you. we play?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we, uh, I got, I busted out uh, Salem Eschaton. and Tortuga by Facade Games. Um, Escaton was going to be next, but it was two o'clock mm. in the morning. We just played like our eighth game of Salem, <laughs> so I didn't Sounds think like that, a uh, bunch that of the players. move to Escaton would be a good move next. Yeah. <laughs> start That's the hour perfect hour
3: time game to start
2: monopoly. Yeah, actually.
3: I will stand by that until the day I die.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Toby, what's-her-name, would agree with you.
1: But I also got my email saying that Facade Games' third game, uh, which is uh, Deadwood, is uh, is being shipped. So I will have that game in my hands very shortly, and that is... Very exciting. Um, that means mine's probably on its way too. Really, really hoping they make it to Gen Con again next year with maybe a fourth or fifth game. Um, they are delightful to play.
2: Yeah. And Salem,
1: oh. Salem is awesome. And I like playing Salem a lot. I also like just being the guy who like walks around and tells people to close their eyes and stuff. That's a it's really so fun I'm aspect bad. of that yeah, game, like, too. That's
3: a, that's a really, really good social
1: deduction game. It's solid. <laughs> uh, Nick, what are you geeking on, I buddy? he's
3: dead.
1: I bet he's a, a I, whole bet I bet he's One bird in his evening, and he's already done. <laughs> 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 <Well>,
2: fuck <laughs> him.
5: James, what are you geeking <laughs> on this
2: week?
4: <laughs> um, <laughs>
5: I have I have uh, put together a very strong uh, new priest deck nice. for uh, Hearthstone Ooh. that uh, that I seem to be doing fairly well with. So uh, I'm you know, right. that's that's where I'm at How right
3: now. How long have you been grinding away on Hearthstone?
5: <laughs> uh, I'd say about All three right. years, three or four yeah, years. That is a while. Good on you! In it for a while.
3: Thank you. Uh Hearthstone I wish I knew is what that is a uh, like a, a computer card playing game, sort of similar to like uh, Magic the Gathering. <laughs> but
5: Okay. Yeah. Except right. it uses characters right. from World of Warcraft. Um and it's 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 addicting but uh stupidly random. <laughs> um, at the same time, but uh, but fun. Yeah,
3: I would I would recommend it at least a couple of times. Right, once you get into the swing awesome. of it, I feel like you and Mac would really get into it. It's. it's I think fun. you have recommended it before. But actually, I've, I've also gravitated towards those card games quite a bit.
5: Right. Oh, I, okay. I have a weird little FYI, by the way. That loops that loops us back to the secret so we can you know bring everything full circle um, so the the so Hearthstone's based on you mm-hmm. know inspired by Magic the Gathering Magic the Gathering was created um, at, you know by these guys that were in college who were very good friends with um, Brian Zinn. and in fact Brian Zinn um, is one of the two lawyers from New Jersey who discovered the key that, that they dug up in Cleveland? He's one of the the, the few people that have actually found a key from the, the secret. And he helped design some of the original cards in Magic. And they said, hey, um, do you want to come partner with us on this card game? There's and he's no, like, no, dude. There's he's no like, way that's, that's going to take off so rest- rest- and turn into a multi million gonna- dollar industry. <laughs> Right, right. He's that's, like, I'm going to go be a lawyer. I'll be a lawyer instead and make tons of money, more money than you guys could ever dream him. of. And uh, and so he's kind of bummed about that. But the good thing is, whenever they do an expansion, he gets that's, he gets the, the that's free totally cards worth for it. life. That's
1: absolutely oh, worth that's it. That's awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that's a that's a cool bit of knowledge. Yeah.
5: Awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate the invite. And uh, where can our uh, listeners go to find uh, any of your
3: works, check up on you, or get a hold of you on the interwebs if you want them.
5: I'll tell you where your listeners can go. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, No, the easiest thing is just uh, jamesrenner.com. You know, I've got nonfiction books about true crime. I've got fiction books – That uh, you know, are about mysteries with hints of sci-fi to it, and I've got my first horror uh, novel coming out in March called Muse, which is uh, about a monster that eats memories and uh, scoops out stories.
1: (laughs) So, yep, (laughs) (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) Well, thanks. Thanks thanks for coming on. Thanks for indulging us. Thanks for hanging out with us. It was a it was a really good time. Take it easy, you man. bet. Have a good Anytime, work. thanks. See you guys. Thanks, bud. Bye. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. be give sure five to stars always tip your waitress on your the
3: uh, iTunes and things. Yeah, weigh please. in on the
2: cake versus bread debate, yeah. or or tell us where you nope, think the, uh, the one of the delis. keys are. Gravy and
1: jellies. <laughs> nope. He just says, nope. Dismiss. <laughs> Dismiss <laughs> that. You are dismissed. And, uh, we are actually, we are passing around the collection plate, um, uh, over at patreon.com, uh, slash geekcast live. You can give us some dollar dollar bills. Um, we promise that some of those proceeds will go towards some sort of, uh, five yeah, hour energy. We're sending or, no or, uh, something to work.
2: Yeah, right. Is some uh, nicotine patches. Right. And if you Maybe ever want to get a local. hold of
3: us, hit us up on the Twitter Ooh. machine or Facebook at GeekCast Live. Joe will do all of the responses. If you don't like them, they're probably still also from Joe. Yep. <laughs>
1: Joe will do all the responses. <laughs> if you don't like them, they're most likely from Rob.
4: <laughs> With- <laughs>
1: you're oh. welcome thanks for
3: throwing <laughs> your stuff under the bus for me well ladies and gentlemen with that thanks for listening to this episode
1: auf Wiedersehen Dosvidani bye your grandparents au revoir
4: bye con ciao
3: bye now leaving check this